So today I'm going to be talking about how everything will become better. Everything will be good. Don't worry. I know right now you might be in a shitty situation. You're in a situation where you see no light at the end of the tunnel. Where you th- think that there's going to be no good coming out of what you're going through. You feel like you're just put into this very inconvenient place. A place where oh, you feel like, come on, why me? Let me ask you this. Why not you? What would you prefer it to be in someone else? Now that's being selfish. You have to take responsibility about what's going on in your life. It doesn't mean that it's your fault. Not at all. A lot of the stuff we have to deal with is not our fault. But it is our responsibility. Being at fault and being responsible are two very different things. There is a very fine line between them. Being at fault for something means you caused something, you caused a problem. For example, you spilled the coffee onto someone's uh, paperwork. That's your fault. It could also be your responsibility to deal with that problem, cleaning up the coffee, printing those paperwork out again, or doing them, even though it's not yours. Or, you don't really need to do anything to... Exactly. Not necessarily, no. That person who you've spilt the coffee onto their paperwork, It will be their responsibility to actually get their work back. Even if they have to stay back again to do that. If you're not... If the person who spilt the coffee onto their work... Doesn't want anything to do with it. Doesn't want to help. Then... That person who... The victim, you could say. The victim who had their... Paperwork spoiled... All their hard work gone to nothing, to shit. But it's their responsibility to do that work again and get that paperwork into their boss or whoever, into their clients or whatever. It's not their fault. It's someone else's fault that they spilled the coffee onto their paperwork. Alright, cool. But it's your responsibility to deal with it. You can blame that person, that person... But in the end, it's your responsibility. If that person who is at fault wants to take responsibility, responsibility, then cool. But ultimately, it's your responsibility. Because most of the time, where people are at fault, they don't want to correct their mistakes. They don't want to be responsible. They leave it to someone else. So what you have to do is deal with it. Deal with whatever happens. And this is life. And you may be shat on and shat on every single day. And it will feel exhausting. It will tear you to shredded pieces. Shredded pieces. You're going to be absolutely shattered. You're going to be lost of any energy. 
mentally, physically, emotionally, you'll be absolutely sick of it. A lot of people are like this, unfortunately. But that's because a lot of people choose to adopt their mentality that they're the victim. You may be perceived as the victim, like something perceptively negative happened to you. Now I realize that I use the word perceptively. You perceive, you perceive, wait, is perceptively or perceived the same? Anyways, you perceived that situation, that thing to be a problem, to be something negative. It doesn't have to be that way. Because everything in life is what it is. They're not good or bad. It's how you see them. For example, you're a student in a class and one of the um, misbehaving students put a pin onto the teacher's chair where they're going to sit. The teacher sits onto that pin and it hurts them and the teacher screams. Some people laugh and see that as a positive thing. They made fun of the teacher Woohoo, they get a good laugh. They see it as positive. Some other people, and the teacher, of course, that is being affected, may see that as negative because a person is hurt. And did they deserve it? Well, that doesn't matter. But see, there are people who view the It's the same situation, but two different types of people will react and view the same situation, completely differently. It's just up to you. So, bring it into more relevant terms to um, adulthood, let's say, or just before adulthood. You, for example, you've been fired from your job, and. The job wasn't that great, but it pays your bills. You didn't really enjoy it, but it pays your bills. And you're semi-comfortable, or just comfortable. So now, you've just got sacked. You got fired, so what are you going to do? You can see that as a negative situation. The end of the world. Oh, how am I going to pay my bills? Oh, God. What am I going to do? How am I going to feed myself, my family, if you have a family, to take care of? You could see as that and you'll be in a vicious cycle of negative thoughts, spiralling into anxiety and depression, and nothing good at all. Your health, mentally and physically, will deteriorate. It's the power of the mind. But you can choose to... Focus on the positives. Have a positive outlook on this situation. For example, um, yeah, let's let's stick with the same example. You've been let go of your job. You've been sacked, and you didn't like it that much. But it pays the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Now realize that you don't have to go to that job you hate anymore. You don't have to see that boss that you hate. That is very. Who is very obnoxious, rude, possessive, 
arrogant, angry, you don't have to deal with them anymore. You don't have to deal with those annoying co-workers. Co-workers that bully. And yes, bullying happens everywhere. As much in the workplace as well as in schools. With children and teenagers and stuff. It happens everywhere. Because there are horrible people everywhere. No matter where you go. Some places will have less than others. And so realise that these are the positive things. You don't have to deal with these negative people. And you won't have to wake up early to do something you hate. Rush somewhere you don't want to be. Just to pay your bills. Is that how you want to live life? That's not living. That's just surviving. Grasping onto thin air. You shouldn't be living your life like that. You don't deserve to live your life like that. You're surviving. Struggling. No, no, no. What I do recommend you do is you go after what you love to do. Imagine doing what you love and being paid for it. Oh, goodness me. That would take a miracle, wouldn't it? That only happens to very few lucky people, doesn't it? Well, if you choose to think that way, yeah, sure. But you, yes you, listening to this right now, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can do what you love to do. That, that thing you enjoy where you wake up in the morning every single day excited to do what you're going to do and get paid for it earn a living feed yourself your family other families donate to charities yes you can become millionaire millionaires billionaires that's what people have done Bill Gates has done that with Apple. He had a passion for technology. So, he made a revolution in the industry. He's in the record, record books because he decided to go after what he loved to do. Yes, he went through a lot of hardship. That's life. That's simply life. Would you rather be doing something you hate and continue living in hardship? Or would you rather do what you love to do, enjoy it, but and also have hardship and difficulty because that's life. This life is not perfect at all. By any means. Nothing is perfect in this world. Not me, not you, not him, not her. Not that person you see on the TV. No, we all have flaws. But what we have to do is choose to focus on the positive things. Look at the bright side of life. Then you'll realise that there is much more light than dark. And you can't have light without there being any darkness. Because if it's just light, like, then it, there's no light without darkness. It's just the law of, I don't know what law, but yeah. So the key of... Getting out of this rut you might be in 
getting out this state of just dissatisfaction, frustration, depression, anxiety, all of this. You've got to do something, focus on something where you can work on it every single day so you're focused on it and you're not paying attention to and thinking about these negative things that pop up in your life. And again, what you perceive, what you perceive to be negative because what is negative? What is positive? Like you can see nature as something beautiful, positive, or you can see it as something negative and has to get you have to get rid of it because it's you don't like the look of it or whatever. Yeah, there's some people that hate nature. And there's some people that love nature. So it's just about your mindset, your perception of the world and everything around you. Because once you change the perception what's around you you will alter your brain your mind into happiness you'll be comfortable inside yourself and your mind won't be such a mess doing all sorts all over the place thinking about that think about this and that and driving yourself crazy you have got to Focus on the positive. Whenever you have a negative thought, no matter how small, cancel it out. Don't even acknowledge it. Just leave it as it is and it will go because it's just a passing thought. It's just like a cloud in the sky. It will just pass away. But if you aggravate that negative thought, that cloud, if you shake it up a little, just by dwelling on it, it will lead on to more negative thoughts, more clouds, and the, all of these clouds will form to be one big fat cloud, heavy, full of water, until it can't stay up in the sky anymore, and then it will all come pouring down, raining, cats and dogs, and that's when you get these negative feelings of anxiety, depression, you have got to focus on the positive things you have to drill, drill these positive things in your mind even if you think that oh this won't do nothing this won't do anything you have got to just put it in there put it in your mind I am beautiful even if you may not think so just make these affirmations look in the mirror smile Hold that smile, keep on holding it until you feel better about yourself. It works, believe me. Just think about good things that have had happened to you. If you can't really recall any, then do things which would make you happy. And one thing that is guaranteed to make you happy, well for most people, because some people may not well let me say it first <laughs> do something good for somebody else make someone else happy and that will make you happy if you see an elderly woman or man carrying their heavy loaded bags and, are, and it looks like they're struggling with it go up to them sir madam 
Do you need any help? If they say yes, help them. And also, even if they say, no, 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 I'm okay. Insist, but don't push it. Just say, are you sure? I, it looks like you're really having trouble. It will be no problem for me to help you. And they'll, they might be like, yes, thank you. And they'll be so grateful and have a beaming smile on their face. That may have been the best moment that happened to them in, the, in this moment of time, in this day. And it may have made their day. And that will make you feel good. You've done a good deed. You've done something good. And another example. Just anyone you meet. Smile. Say, hi, how is your day going? I hope you've had a fantastic day. Even just that. That may save someone's day. Save someone's life even. Just smiling to someone. Acknowledging, acknowledging to them that there is still love and positivity in this world that may stop them from killing themselves because they may be on the edge you may not know what anyone is going through anyone you meet you may have no idea they may all look happy and joyful laughing every single day like there's no problem that they have there's no issue with them at all at all but that may be their defense mechanism, their, their mask to cover all of that depression, anxiety, and all negative things, emotions, with laughter and smiles. So nobody knows, but deep inside they are the most tormented souls. It's actually quite true that a lot of the time, the most happiest looking, the happiest looking person, the most joyful looking person is actually in fact the most miserable out of everyone. But they've covered it up so well that nobody knows what's going on with their lives. It doesn't look like there's ever a day where they look down and upset because they have this mask, this cover for it all. And this doesn't mean they're two-faced, that they have two different personalities, multiple personalities. No, not at all. This is just what they do to deal with all of this that they're dealing with, that they're having to go through. So, I implore that each and every one of you just treat everyone with respect, with kindness, even the most vicious and the most, well, in your mind, in your perception, the worst people you've met that you know. Just go up to them, spread the positivity, love. Whatever it may be, be like, hey man, how are you doing? I hope you have a fantastic day. Have a great day. You were loved, you were valued. You know? And I think most of you should know at least about um, Robin Williams. He was the most funniest comedic actor, comedian out there. Nobody would ever think he's been going through such 
difficult problems, going through such just so much and he ended up ending his own life everyone was surprised like what why he was so happy no you didn't you don't know that it looks like it on the surface yeah but you don't truly know that do you no so people check on check up on people around you first your family your parents relatives friends closest friends check up on them how how are you doing are there any problems you're going through can i help with anything do you want to talk just talk and especially especially with men no usually men don't talk to each other about these sensitive things about mental health taking care of themselves and that's even with my own experience I've never really talked to my friends about how I'm feeling how I'm finding life but we do now here and there sometimes but we always check up on each other how you doing got anything going on any problems tell me we'll talk this through see what we can do so you need a support network around you good support network to keep you going to keep you happy so Summarising what I've said so far You've got to do what makes you happy You've got to do Just go after a career that makes you happy Truly happy If it's something What you're doing right now It's something where it doesn't Necessarily make you miserable or anything It's just like It's just cool It is how it is And you're fine with it And it's not affecting you in negatively then that's fine continue what you're doing but also make time for doing things that you love whether it's watching tv shows reality tv films tv series i know that's what i like i love doing watching films and tv series playing sports exercising oh goodness me this is an important one you have to exercise everyone I don't care who you are if you love exercising if you hate it I know myself I absolutely hated exercising especially cardio well I still don't really like cardio that much but that's fine as long as you do it because what I've noticed firsthand is that Doing exercise, like the build-up to you going out to to have your run, to go on your run, to get on your bike, to cycle, or to go to the gym to do your workout, to exercise. That build-up, you're like, oh, I don't want to go, I can't be bothered. But yeah, first have to you have to do this five-second rule. This is not my 
This is not what I've made up, no, this is from Mel Robbins, which is a very successful motivational speaker, author. Um, she was a um, radio personality, I think, but some, some, she was something in radio. And what she created was this, well not create, but like she made this pop- popular at least, the five second rule. Which was, whenever you're doubting something, should I do this or should I not do this? Use this five second rule. Count from five to zero. Yeah? So, you, you're thinking about, oh, I have to go, to, I should go to the gym. Count five, four, three, two, one. Leave those five seconds and it gives you no time to think. So, as soon as you hit zero, you have to move. You have to get up, take that step towards your shoes towards your trainers lace your trainers up and then get up open the door walk towards the gym or take the bus or car or train or whatever to go to the gym or just go outside and just start jogging or just even walk you can start with walking during it you'll just feel so present because you're focusing on this like doing things physically will ease what's going on mentally and emotionally because when you're doing physical work endorphins are released these positive these happy chemicals are released and so that's why you feel good when you exercise especially after when you've done but I'll get to that after you're in the present moment you're focused on this you're not going to be thinking too much about what's going on um, later on in the day what's going to happen what you and what you're anticipating in the future what happened yesterday or, or last week or last month or whatever that you may have regretted your exercising, you're putting so much work, you're kind of in pain, but not that kind of pain where you're suffering, and you, it's a kind of pain where you're just putting your body through stress, and when you're putting your body through stress, the stress in your mind is alleviated. This is scientific, go research this if you don't believe me. And you may, you may hate do, doing this because it's just so much work. You're putting your body to, through um, unfamiliar stress. And so, you'll, you'll do your workout, your exercise. Now you're done with it. Now you feel accomplished. You're, you feel accomplished. Like you've done something very good, significant. You feel good about that. And on top of that, you've got these um, happy chemicals going on. I forgot the name of it. I think it's serotonin and dopamine. Uh, dopamine is, yeah, one of them is dopamine. You get these chemicals released. And you feel so good. You feel just so relaxed. Your mind feels clear. 
And you're feeling like, whoa, what's happened? And that's brilliant. But it doesn't last for too long. After an hour, that's probably gone now. So you've got to keep the momentum going. You've got to do things that make you feel accomplished, that make you feel like you have a purpose, that you have, you're, you're going into a direction, a, the right direction. So, that's why I say, you should go after what makes you happy. Go after a career which makes you feel fulfilled, purposeful, happy and enjoying the moment in what you do because you can't just live life working towards an end result which is far-fetched, which is just far away and you're in the moment, you're hating what you're doing. That's just normal jobs. You're working for that money that comes at the end of the month or something. You can't be doing that because for a lot of us, we need, the only way we can be motivated to keep going is that we enjoy what we're doing in the present moment because that's all we have. The past is gone and the future is never guaranteed. You have to love what you're doing in every moment. You don't need to find that thing you love to do in, in a moment and the pro the whole process will be just magnificent. You don't have to find that. You can find the enjoyment in whatever you're doing already. Find the positives in what you're doing. For example, you're going to work, you're greeting the clients or whatever. You may find joy in that. In the social interaction, human interaction, smiling, meeting new people, socialising with people. You're not stuck into in a cubicle all on your own with a screen or with a pile of paper. And if that's what you're into, cool, I'm not here to judge. It's all about self-awareness. You've got to know what you like and what you don't. So before all of this... What you've got to do is to master self-awareness. Know yourself in and out. It is a scary process, I tell you. Because you will find some things that you hate in you. And of you that you've never known before because you just live life. You live externally. You've never looked at yourself in a mirror and looked at all these things. These things that you like to do, these things you hate. And there are going to be flaws. So you've got, that's up to you to correct it and to adopt new beliefs, skills and to become who you truly are. And once you know who you truly are and are happy with it, then... Sir, madam, you have conquered life. Yes. As soon as you know yourself truly, know what you like and what you don't, what you tolerate and what you don't, then that is when you have it all figured, all figured out. All you have to do now is go through all the motions. Go out and do that thing that you love to do. For example, for me, 
what I want to do more than anything else is to make movies and be in movies like I want to act I want to write my own movies to tell stories to convey different characters pretend play pretend but acting is not really just play pretend that's a very vague description which you describe to a child but acting is something where you become a whole different character and use your own motivations your own beliefs principles and bring that into your character even if it's a villain you need to see that this villain has a purpose has a motivation to whatever they do like whatever they are doing and in what direction they're going they're doing that and they're going in that direction for a reason that may be because they want to protect the family they're doing all these horrible things so as an actor you'd use that use that patriarchal feeling inside you when you want to protect like you want to protect your family you'll do anything for your family channel that energy and all the thoughts and the feelings that come with that into this character who all we want to do is protect his family but he just choose this villain chooses the wrong choices such as killing people running an illegal business all to protect his family and make his family happy and in that process that villain may upset their family because they're doing illegal stuff they're killing they're doing all this horrible stuff but the job as an actor is to justify all these reasons and they could just be normal reasons but they're just put to extremes so yeah that's what I want to do I find it really fascinating because I think I'm an artist first and foremost like as a person I'm an artistic person when I was young I'd love to draw to paint I was a very good artist in that manner of drawing and painting I was very talented at it but somewhere along the line I stopped that because I had to continue with my proper education that's in these what would you call it those marks where you call it's kind of like sarcastic um what do you call it uh, anyways whatever yeah i pursued on doing just these traditional subjects in school like psychology business studies um Science, maths and English, which was all compulsory to do. We were forced, basically. I don't really want to do that. So, when I finished doing that, I went on to doing... Going after, um, after a football career. 
I wanted to become a professional footballer. That didn't work out. I enjoyed it less and less until I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it at all. And that was one year into sixth form, which is like when I'm 16, the first year of um, college in England, sixth form college. I decided I'm going to drop out. I took in all the pros and cons and all of that and decided I need to take this risk. And during this time, of course, I had this passion of acting. I thought, this is what I want to do. Watch these movies, because I've been watching movies and TV series endlessly, very unhealthily, (laughs) actually. Losing sleep just to finish that season. And then I want to continue. And I just thought, blimey, what I really want to do is be in those films. Oh goodness, I need to do this. And that was probably not a good reason to want to start acting. But I decided to do that. Just because of that, I wanted to be in films. So, went into that. Did a lot of research. Many months of research. Did nothing to um, bring myself into acting. Rather than just consuming information and knowledge. That's what most people do. Scheme, plot and plan, and not put any action. Then, when I turned 17, and then a bit of months after, I decided I have to do something. So I emailed a couple of theatres who were accepting applications for people to join their, their um the theatre company one came back to me it was a youth theatre company and I was their oldest at the time I was the oldest there the others were like 12, 13, 14, 15 16 and I was 17 and we were doing these theatre classes every week once a week and I really enjoyed it it was fun the people there were great the tutors were fantastic And then, I thought, wow, this is really what I wanted to do. And also, what I didn't mention, was that I was just thrown straight into rehearsal period. They were doing rehearsals. I wasn't meant to join at that time. I was meant to wait like two or three more months until I could join. But they decided to invite me in just to have a chat. They decided come down for a session um, tonight and that was so I just waited an hour from that meeting and then we started that session and then they just gave me the script just read this from the and I did that they're like do you want to come with more things you, you can have this role. I was like oh cool and it was a very big monologue and they asked me to memorise it I did that and then we did the rehearsals and everything and I was given more lines and more lines and then it turned out to be that I was the main character-ish I think out of like another one but I think I was the main character the lead and I was thrown straight into it I 
I've never felt more alive doing that character I was doing the play we, we did a in-house um, production it, it was just with like family and friends watching and then we did another one another play like two weeks after that after we performed that play and then that was in front of strangers people coming in they've bought these tickets by the way these weren't for free people actually paid to watch and this was just amazing i put out an even better performance and then about a month after because there was this was after um a holiday period i think it was and that was a final performance in front of a couple friends and family and then people working at um television productions such as um itv because their offices were above the the performing place we were in and they were impressed with my performance um there, there was a kind of like a socializing networking we're more of a socializing after and the cast along with myself just like chilled had some refreshments after we finished the play and I, I just came out feeling wow I really love this I love this and then I just went around um, someone came up to me they all they watched the, the play obviously and they were really impressed and we were just having a discussion and I mentioned that this is my first ever proper acting thing like first time I've properly acted well I did in primary school when I was like 11 10 that was my first ever play I think unless I might have done some when I was very young which I don't recall and it was basically my first ever proper acting thing and they were like I would not have even guessed that you, I could, they could never have known that I, this was my first ever time acting And I was like, oh, wow. And then I spoke to other people. I spoke to these people working at ITV, one of the biggest um, television production companies in Britain. And they were like, well done. As soon as I shaked my hand, they were delighted to meet me. And they were saying just like how fantastic I am. And uh, am I doing this like seriously? Because I should be pursuing this seriously. And I was like, yes, this is, this was just confirmation that this is what I had to do. And they were like, well, what do you want to go into? Comedy, drama, films or what? And I was like, I don't know. just want to see how it is. Because I don't know. This is just my first time. And they were like, I wish you all the success, I see something in you. And so I was like, I was absolutely chuffed. I was excited and amazed. And that's where it started. And following that, I got an agent. And I decided to drop out of my um, college, doing a sports diploma, doing football. So I stopped that. And now here I am, I'm about to start my uh, performing arts course. So I'll be doing acting full time basically, 
along with singing and dancing, so it's a triple threat thing, proper musical theatre or just theatre in general. To perfect my craft, become the best actor, best performer I can be. Because my prime motivator to choosing this, choosing to drop out this, because I was, it was, this was easy, this course I was doing at college, a sports course, it was easy. I, I recently got my results and they were really good. I could easily just have a, my great results and just get a decent job as I don't know what psychologist or something nah nah I want to perform as a living I want to get paid to perform not to be in, art, in an office or something I want to do something that makes me feel alive and I'm getting paid for it and I'm getting recognized for it and I'm spreading positivity happiness love great stories telling fantastic stories creating my own stories and spreading them hoping people would love it and relate to it and maybe even make the world a better place hopefully so it is quite nerve-wracking that I've made this drastic career change so to speak and here we go I've taken this massive risk this plunge my parents don't know anything about what I'm doing right now. No, they have no idea I've decided to pursue an acting career. I did tell my dad once that I wanted to do this. And he told me firmly, it was over the phone by the way, no, not this industry, not at all. He gave me firm no, no, don't do this. And he said specifically, you turn 18, just you can do what you want when you're 18 you can do what you want but now no not this industry i was thinking whoa i was very disheartened and i didn't know what to do and i decided to tell my dad because i was approached by an, an acting agency which i did suspect was a bit dodgy because they asked for some payment up front so that was probably a blessing in disguise and now I've just, uh, even despite my dad's disapproval of this, I know that my ma my mum will also just go along with what my dad says. Um, and just, she really doesn't want me to do my football because I, I was pursuing a football career, a, a career being a professional footballer. She was like, what are you playing at, mate? just wasting your time all you do is play football my parents have no idea who i am they think i'm just a, the average lazy teenager that all they do is play games and watch tv we go on their phone lie around on the sofa and whatnot well fair enough because that's all they see at home but they don't see what i'm doing on my phone what i'm doing on their laptop what i've been doing is listening to these podcasts of act, for acting, for um, self-help, self-growth, because I did grow through very difficult periods, which I won't go into right now. So, so that led me to self-growth, to improving myself, 
and that just led the momentum on me trying to become a better person improving my mind and gave me the foundation I have today and to just be able to go after this career this life I want of being a very successful actor and how I define a successful actor is being cast as a lead or just one of the main roles of the biggest films and TV series and playing these different characters like one of my favourite characters which I'd love to play one day if that is possible is the Joker yeah and also what I didn't say oh is that also a big part of me going into acting deciding and actually seeing that I am talented that I thought I was talented because is um, that I'm able to do many different voices different accents speaking different accents I can do a Spanish accent you know like the Latino Spanish accent and Italian accent uh, it's house accents an Irish accent Scott Scott Scottish accent a standard British accent an American accent a more in New Yorker accent in New York you know the mafia and stuff you know what I mean <laughs> I know you can do a brom accents inspired uh, by the PQ fucking blindness all right so that's it you, there's a little sample for you a bit rough not at all my best it's late night right now 10.37 here in London in the evening Tuesday 3rd of September 2019 so I think that's it now there's my life not really just recently kind of why doing what I'm doing right now and I hope that some of you will be interested in following my journey into having the life I really want doing what I truly love and earning a living out of it so here you are in the start of this magnificent journey that well I hope to be at least I hope it to be a magnificent journey a very enjoyable journey of great success it's going to be difficult but we I can do this I will do this you can do this whatever you want to do whatever adventure you want to embark on go and do it go and do it remember the five second rule don't think about it just count from five to zero five four three two one get up and go do it all right spread love happiness you can get out of that situation you're in right now the negative situation you're in right now where you do not want to be that you hate to be in you can do this man or woman you can do it alright you will do this I believe in you let's do this all together take care